now, coming to you from a Midwestern hole in the United States, The Dollcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Hey, uh, freaks, this is Roth on the Dogcast. Once again, after an entire week of no Dogcast. What a crazy week. I never felt so sick for that long. And, it, well, I was really sick at first. And as it went on, I got better, of course. But my throat is still kind of messed up from it, so it's really awkward <laughs> I don't know <clears throat> but I'll, I'm gonna start coming back on this and just trooper through it like I said I'm not really sick anymore and Liam has gotten over it for the most part still has a runny nose kinda like I do a little bit too but uh now Gavin has it you know two month old and wow, he's uh, his chest is really congested, and most of his coughs are unproductive. And wow, hoping we don't have to take him to a hospital tomorrow or anything, but we're probably gonna have to get him looked at. So I'm a little bit down about that. We'll get it taken care of, though. Oh my lord! So all this time has passed. I uploaded that video of Click for you to check out, which is done. I I went through most of the points in the video, pointed out some of the things I wanted to talk about. So I'll go ahead and go over those here right now. Um, the two-player game. There, I I decided to opt against the player-to-player -player collision after going through with Jeremiah and doing some beta testing on a few things there was just it was ridiculous if we would if we if, if I would have put player to player collision it would have been just too much of a mess because the enemies are moving quick you got to move quickly and it just felt like it was it was going to take away from it take away from the game and you know the main concept is to race to the next virus to pick it up anyway so I wanted to make sure that that was concentrated on because you already have to dodge enemies and whatnot so I, I opted against the player to player collision the uh, but the pace I think of the enemies moving fast keeps keeps it all fresh so it doesn't feel like it's going on for too long um, one thing I had to do in the one player game it, every the enemies change speed every 10 viruses that you pick up well in the two player game you get to 50 because the maximum is 99 once you get to 50 then it's over with so there's there's always a chance, you know, it probably would never happen, but there's always a chance that the second player only picks up, like, say, 10 viruses, and then 
the other player got to its 50 first. So you would never experience all the speeds of the enemies. So I had to actually add more speeds for the enemies on the end of a data table and make it increment by five. I mean, I, I, by increment to the next set of speeds every time, every five virus pickups. That's what I'm trying to say. With one player game, it's every ten virus pickups. With the second player game, it's every five. And with that, if you know both players are doing really well and both of them are at like say forty, then you know you you've done a whole lot of enemy changes up to that point. So I had that's why I had to add extra data at the end of the tables to make up for that. Um, what else? Let's see. Oh yeah, the uh, the original version of Click, it was uh, really small in file size. It was for the mini game competition, four kilobytes. So I was trying to save on as much space as I could and still keep it as a somewhat interesting game. But there were only 16 different positions where a virus could appear at. And given that, there was a lot of repeating where um, like you pick up a virus and then immediately you get another virus because the randomizer appeared right where you picked it up because there's only 16 different options. On this new version, the two-player version, there are 100 areas to pick up the virus at that go, that randomized areas, 100 randomized areas. And that really helps a lot. But it's funny, I still end up getting that uh, every now and then where I get a virus, like a second one right on me. It's I think it happened twice. So it's pretty funny. I mean, it's it's a rare occurrence, but, you know, with a hundred different numbers, it really helps for the r randomosity. Is that a word? We're going to use randomosity. So I'm I'm really happy about that. Um, let's see. Okay, well, yeah, that's basically it for click. It's done, both one player and two player. Oh, if you notice in the video on the one player game, I originally had little blocks as like your energy bar or the amount of lives you have, and every time you get hit, you lose one. This is only on the one player game because two player game. You, you can get hit as many times as it doesn't matter you just get hit you get frozen for a second and then you can move on but with one player game you have a certain amount of lives and if you notice this is something that came to me uh, I don't know which, whichever day it was but it came to me at the last second like while I was doing it and I was like oh what I did was if you if you've played NES virus cleaner and you remember the map screens where the little click moves around the inside of the NES that uh... that little guy I decided to take that little guy and make him a bar of energy or a life or whatever and I had to trim him down by one pixel on his side so that they're they weren't all squished together but that that was no big deal but I also decided that when you get hit and you make the you go red and you make the face I make those things also make the face I think it was a nice little touch to add in there so I 
I thought that was neat. Just thought I'd bring that up in case you you didn't notice it while watching the video. But so that's click. It's done. I'm very pleased with it. Very, very, very pleased with it. Okay. So I moved on to the next game, which I had already had some done to it. Tic-Tac-Toe. Uh, what I had done to it so far was where you could place back and forth between the uh, first and second player. You could place the X's and O's, and then it would reach a stalemate. You know, once all the positions were filled, it would freeze up. Right now, I have it where it reads for the win for both first and second player and whoever wins it'll stop right there and what I'm trying to do right now is get it to clear the game board and holy cow I don't know what I'm doing wrong I might be staying in NMI too long I'm not sure I I have one idea to try but uh yeah it, it was uh, the last day before I went to work here, Friday, Friday I think, and man, <laughs> I was like, come on, why won't you work, oh, and I didn't get it figured out before I had to go to work, so, and I didn't work on actually programming anything for the whole weekend, I didn't do actual programming, I did other stuff, but not programming, so that's sitting there waiting for me to get get to work on tomorrow uh... what else is there anything oh yeah when uh... when you win on tic-tac-toe it gets there's now little things on the left or right that say one player or two player if you if you are first player or second player but if you choose first player it'll say first player cpu on you know on each side of the tic-tac-toe board but whenever uh, first or second player wins a game, then they get a little slash. You know those little slashes people do, and it's the first to three wins. That way, you know I was gonna make it five. You know, so you have the nice little one, two, three, four, and then the slash going through all all four of them to count as five. But I thought, you know, there's probably gonna be a lot of stalemates and whatnot. So I'll just make it, you know, the first to three and go with that so it's not uh, too much of a pain in the buttocks uh... let's see okay well that's that's where i'm at on three and one two p pack right now i started thinking about something the other day my wife is always playing this certain ds game which has which is basically a puzzle game it's i'm not even going to mention exactly what it is but uh, she's always playing this. This is the only DS game she will play. And I, I was, th I had been thinking for a while. I would love to make her an NES game of this kind of game, you know. But it's going to take a lot of designing, and it's going to take a really long time too, because I can make a whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of these quote-unquote puzzle things or whatever you want to call them. And I think I can fit them in really well using some uh, run length encoding <coughs> compression. So I 
started on that today, started designing. You know, I, I've, I've already got this stuff in my head, like, what I've, I've been wanting to do this for her for a long time, and I've, I'm finally like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And I think it'll be able to sell well, too, if I decide to put it on carts, because I think people would uh, actually really like it. And it's going to be my first time messing with a battery-backed game, because it's going to need... It, there's going to be so much information that it has to be saved because you, you wouldn't be able to do it all in one day impossible so it's going to take some time getting that but uh i'm i'm really into it went today and got some of that smaller graph paper you know there's like i've been using i think it's called four by four rule or something like that and that's good it works really well like I can actually draw an entire screen on there and still have room at the top or bottom of the paper to write down some notes but for this you know I was thinking man this is gonna be a big project I want to be able to put more on one piece of paper than just you know a single screen or actually there's like four different I could fit on this but with this I can put six different screens so I went out today and we got that graph paper and I even got a, a little binder to stick it in so I'm really going forward on that one so what what's going on here is while I'm not actually programming I'm designing stuff so I'm constantly working I go to work I do my janitor thing I, well okay I wake up I'm programming you know I play with the kids and then I go to work, do my janitor thing, get home. Uh, I'll probably be sitting there designing stuff because my wife likes to get on the computer before she crashes out after picking me up from work. Then I'll be coming up here to record the podcast, let everybody know what's going on, and go to bed, and the whole whole next day starts over the same cycle. So just constantly, this is just a constant thing that's going on. But uh, I think it'll be worth it. All this, it's going to be a blast. But uh, let's let's give a let's give a little bit of love to NintendoAge.com. Are you a collector? Are you a gamer? Do you like to hang out and trade games with like-minded folk? Well, you can do that at NintendoAge.com. They have a collection tool where you can make your own list of collections of every game you own. Boxes and manuals, too, I believe. Sega and Nintendo both. So you can do that at NintendoAge.com. The admins are awesome, and they will love you if you're not an idiot. So don't be an idiot. Go to NintendoAge.com. Register for free. Okay. Uh, that's really all I have. That was a lot of dev news, I think. Since, you know, it's been so long. It's been a whole week. But there's one thing I wanted to bring up uh, that I saw on the web, and it just blew my mind. This is another one of those games that I don't know anything about. I, I talked about that EverQuest community and how they helped out that uh, that kid that had uh, terminal cancer. And they, you know, made some big playground in the EverQuest world for them or whatever it is. Well, there's this game called Minecraft, and I don't know jack about it. I always see one of my buddies on Twitter always talking about Minecraft or linking to Minecraft stuff. 
And I don't know what the hell any of it is. But I happened to see this on what it was one of the big three blogs, you know, Kotaku, Joystick, or uh, what's that other one? Destructoid. It was one of those three. I can't remember which one it was, but I saw this Minecraft calculator. <coughs> and I, I, I thought, what? I watched this video. Somebody actually made a giant calculator in this world that works. Like, he would step on these buttons, you know, use his character. It's a first-person game. So, like, you're just looking in first-person at these buttons on the ground. And, you know, he made it where it can add, subtract, multiply, divide, like, uh, two numbers. And just all... And as if that's not enough, uh, he does stuff with sine, cosine, all these crazy, crazy, like formulas and stuff you can do it's like i can't believe it i'm I'll, I'll put the link up i want you guys to see it like i said i'd know nothing about minecraft but i saw that and i was just like wow that had to take some time <laughs> but uh yeah and if you want you can read some of those youtube comments on his page I, i'm pretty sure i saw some people saying oh lol you have no life you know yeah, people who don't create things, you know, they always have this thing about people with no life if you create something. You know, to hell with them. To hell with them. Anyway, that's going to wrap up the dog cast. Let's go ahead and hit the music. And uh, it's nice to be back. Uh, we'll see how the rest of the week plays out, but I'm feeling pretty good about everything. All right, freaks. Uh, if, if I can remind you real quick, please, if you're visiting slydogstudios.org please uh, take ad block off on slydogstudios.org so we can get some ad impressions and try and help us pay for this server stuff this is all new so I'm, I'm trying to get get things going and that could help out a little bit if you want to if you would be so kind and thank you to those of you who have already done that. Okay, I am out of here. I'll talk to you freaks tomorrow. And if you catch me slipping, tell Kevin. <laughs>